listening to iOS Dev Break, 15 minutes of current events, tips, and advice for iOS developers, including, but not limited to, discussions of Swift, iOS, watchOS, and tvOS. Welcome to iOS Dev Break. I guess this is episode 45. Uh, I looked at my list of episodes, and uh, it looks to me like we kind of skipped from 43 um, well, we didn't skip. We did an episode back in June, and that was with Josh Rock, who uh, develops the Do Marks app. And uh, so we did, we gave our uh, keynote wrap up mega episode uh, back in in June sixth. And so it's been a little while, uh, long, certainly longer than I wanted to. Been very busy, uh, which is good. But uh, unfortunately, I haven't haven't released any episodes uh, since then. So I, I, a lot has happened, and so I actually have a big list of things that I'd like to chat about. Um, but the first thing I think, or the, the biggest thing, is going to be about the Vision Pro Labs. And um, oh, first of all, and I must I have to say too is that I may have a, a fair amount of background noise. Uh, that's because I have to leave my window partially open. Um, so I apologize for that. There's a little bit of background noise, but it's not too bad. Just some cars driving by, so hopefully it won't uh, it won't annoy you too badly. Um, so just imagine that I'm sitting outside with cars driving by or something like that. Um, anyway, uh, so. Welcome to iOS Dev Break, episode 45, moving forward. Everything's moving forward, isn't it? We had the keynote um, and the, the whole WWDC week. And of course, the big bomb that they dropped was the Vision Pro headset and Vision OS. And, um, and it, the results or the reaction, I guess, has been kind of mixed, hasn't it? Uh, some people are very gung-ho about it. Others are a little more reserved or, or just completely write it off uh, as just you know a flash in the pan kind of thing that uh, Apple is going through. So I, I have a feeling we're going to have to see. Um, the reason I wanted to talk about the, the Vision Pro Labs, there's two reasons. First of all, we had this article that came out on developer.apple.com, and this was on uh, August 23rd. Uh, so that was not not too long ago, um, but it had some significant things in the article. Uh, I was able to attend a uh, a lab at Apple um, in at the end of August, or actually it was the middle the middle of August, like this, and uh, the seventeenth or so. And uh, I one of the things that they were very adamant about was the. Um, the confidentiality of the experience. So after that, I wasn't able to say very much, or I felt I wasn't able to say very much because uh, they they said basically you could you could say that you went to the lab, but beyond that, it was kind of um, it was basically said communicated to us that we weren't able to say very very much more. So. I will not break that uh, that rule that that confidentiality agreement, even though technically, uh, I I don't remember actually signing something. Well, I guess I agreed to to the uh, the agreement when signing up, and so uh, that's something to remember that when you when you sign up, it is confidential. So you they'll they'll make you not say anything after it. Uh, but there are some things that I wanted to talk about because there's been this article uh, inside the Vision Pro Labs. And the main uh, thrust of this is really to get developers excited about developing for Vision OS. 
from that aspect, I'm actually kind of surprised that they they told us to not say anything about it, um, or perhaps gauge it by saying you can say you can you can talk about the experience and you can talk about how awesome the Vision Pro headset is, but don't talk about technical aspects or something like that. But uh, as it is, the we have this article and it's very exciting. It's from um, it has quotes from developers that are well known to us. Um, Michael Simmons from uh, Flexibits, who does Fantastical. Uh, David Smith is on there, underscore David Smith, uh, one of the, the most well-known uh, independent iOS developers and co-host of Under the Radar. And so it lends credibility to this article. And uh, I, one of the things that I like about it is that they say things that I have been wanting to say, but haven't really been able to say. Uh, ever since going to the lab. Like, um, let's see, Michael Simmons says here, uh, it was like seeing Fantastical for the first time, and he felt like he was part of the app. And um, while uh, I don't know if I felt exactly that way, I know what he's saying here, um, because it uh, definitely is, is an, an immersive experience, just like he mentions here. And... Uh, the the cool thing is that the the demo apps that you have uh, available to you uh, from developer.apple.com for uh, for doing uh, Vision Pro Vision OS development um, they they just run for the most part there was an issue with one of the the apps but um, but they just run out of the box and it's exciting to see and to see your own application run on vision os to to be able to do that uh command r and have it have it run on on the the vision pro it's just like he says there and um the uh, what's interesting too is this uh what david smith refers to as the audible gasp and uh he expressed that from when he saw his uh, his, his widgets and uh, saw Widgetsmith running, and so he, the first time he saw that running for real, that he he made that audible gasp. For me, it was earlier. For me, it was when I just launched and got through the setup process, and that's when it happened for me. Um, so. I like I said I don't want to I wouldn't want to reveal too much, but um, the experience is just like what they are saying here on the article, and also what Apple has been saying all along, and uh, the the feedback that we've been getting from other journalists who had the thirty minutes, then uh, you know the 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 canned demo, then um, the things that they're saying. I can just confirm that that it's all it's all real and it's all uh, very exciting. So um, whether or not it will catch on, I have no idea. Whether I'm going to build Vision Pro applications, I still don't know either. Uh, I definitely want to see if there if this is going to turn into a market. And uh, but I I'd like to be able to see if. Uh, if the aspects of the applications that I'm building lend themselves to uh, to Vision Pro, the thing to remember is that 
seeing it in the simulator is not going to be anything like seeing it actually in Vision Pro. It's a totally different experience. Uh, yes, it has the same, you see the same user interface elements, but it is a, an immersive experience and you really need to see your apps running uh, on device to appreciate that. So um, I'm sure Apple would appreciate me. Um, it's, it doesn't really violate the, uh, the confidentiality to just encourage folks that if you think that there's something that you could offer in Vision OS in your app or that you could enhance, or if you just want to see what it, what it looks like to run uh, your app in, in, on a Vision Pro, then go ahead and sign up for one of the labs. I highly encourage it. Um, and if they even want you to come back and do, do it multiple times if you can. If they, I have a feeling, though, they've got a lot of press coverage recently. So uh, with that press coverage, I have a feeling that the lab slots are probably going to fill up. So um, who knows if that's going to... It maybe, maybe there will be a lot for a while, and then maybe it'll taper off. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if they allow us to do this even after the Vision Pro comes out. I, I suspect not, but I guess we'll have to see. We'll, we'll wait and see how, how that pans out. And they are saying it's supposed to be available. Um, but this, and I'm not saying that they didn't tell us at the, at the lab this, but from what they were saying at, at, uh, WWDC that it will, uh, it's supposed to be available early uh, in 2024. So I guess we'll have to see maybe, maybe March or something. I don't know, but, uh, at any rate, it's definitely worthwhile doing if you can get the time. Uh, maybe if you live close to, uh, to Apple park, maybe if you live in the Bay area or someplace close to where it doesn't make, make it a huge expenditure in you know, money and time and those kinds of things. Um, if you can afford to take a day or, or whatever you need, then uh, it could really be worth it to, uh, to experience it. So I highly encourage uh, all developers to check it out and to give it a try. Okay, the next thing that I have to talk about is really just that tomorrow is the new Apple event, so the Wonderlust. Um, and we will have probably some new devices. I guess we're expecting the new iPhone, iPhone 15. We're expecting possibly Apple Watches and uh, other other new toys. So um, I guess we'll just have to see. I, I haven't been keeping too much up on the rumors and things, mostly because it hasn't really interested me that much um, this year. And, uh, I, because I, I got the iPhone 14, uh, pro max last year, and that's been an awesome device for me. Uh, I am interested in such things as the USB connection, the, that rumor that's been going around that we, it looks like we'll be getting USB C, uh, and that lightning will be a thing of the past. So, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, looking forward to the, that transition to, uh, away from lightning to USB. I feel like it's kind of long overdue and uh, I'm getting tired of having multiple 
cables for all of the uh, the various things, even though it's going to continue on because uh, my AirPods Pro have lightning and, you know, and, and I have other devices that are still lightning, older iPhones and that kind of thing. So it's not like it's going to go away entirely. But uh, at least we have the prospect that uh, the, the lightning connectors will go away uh, at some point. And uh, so we'll, uh, it may take a, a while for that transition to happen. And of course, um, we're all eagerly uh, awaiting iOS 17. So I've been on the beta for a while, probably since beta 3 or 4. And uh, it's been pretty solid for me. Uh, I haven't had any major problems. Uh, I even uh, put my wife's iPhone on the the public beta as well, and it's been it's been good. Uh, she hasn't really had any problems, and I haven't either. And I, I um, of course, we didn't jump on the bandwagon super early uh, in this process. I usually like to wait for a few of uh, the the beta versions to pass before before getting on the the cycle. So, um, yeah, it's been good so far. So I, I guess we'll we'll see. Hopefully, they won't do the um, the the thing that they did a few a few years ago, where they uh, announced that they were going to be releasing the iOS version the next day. So hopefully, they'll give us a little bit of lead time, so that we can get everything prepared and uploaded to the uh, the App Store and so forth. Uh, so. Uh, I guess hopefully that it will be a relatively painless process this year. And uh, oh, if you are interested in a watch party uh, for the event, then I encourage you to join us at uh, Swift Remote Studio. That's the virtual online um, co-working community that I set up um, at this point probably two years ago, maybe. I don't know if it's been that long. Um, but uh, it's gone through several iterations and changes, and uh, so we're going to have a watch party uh, on Zoom, and uh, that will that will happen tomorrow uh, on Tuesday at about uh, 9:30 a.m. And uh, so hope, hope to see you there. Go to swiftremotestudio.com to sign up, and uh, then go through the process. You'll get a, a link that will let you join up to the the Slack. And uh, once you're in there, you go to the Apple event channel and then the Zoom link will be in there uh, for you to use. And uh, we'll be chatting in the Apple event Slack channel as well. So we'll, everybody will be in there. Um, so look forward to seeing you at the, at the Apple event. And um, yeah, and also feel free to stay, stick around for the rest of the Swift Remote Studio events. Uh, we have a, a virtual coffee that happens on Wednesdays, and uh, that is currently happening at 9 a.m. Pacific time. And then we have the uh, the developer goals meeting, and that happens on Fridays at about uh, 12:30 um, p.m. on Pacific time. So that hopefully you can join us for that. And the the goal setting is unique. It's kind of an interesting. Uh, think it, you can think of it as like a, a mastermind light kind of meeting. If you're familiar with how a mastermind works, then it's basically you can uh, report your your status of th of your goals and set new ones and get input from everyone else. And perhaps if you're wrestling with a problem, then uh, you can get a lot of uh, helpful hints from 
from your peers. And so it's a really great, uh, it's a great system. Um, I started this mostly because I was involved with a, a similar kind of thing, uh, goal setting meetings in a, in a different context. And I found it very useful and helpful for me. So I went ahead and, and brought that over into, into Swift Remote Studio. And uh, it seems to be helping those who, who come regularly. So uh, we have folks who are working on various goals. It's not just indie development. Um, some have educational goals. Others have other, other types of things that they're working on. And, uh, but the main thing is to just set those goals and work towards those. And, um, and then we can each kind of track and uh, each other's progress and also uh, help out where we can. So if that sounds appealing to you, again, you can just sign up at swiftremotestudio.com and uh, then you'll do the same thing. Go to the Slack and uh, find the links there. And uh, there, there's announcements and things like that, news and uh, uh, job postings. And uh, it's it's meant to be sort of a, a community to, to help iOS developers and, 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 and Mac developers and other Swift developers too. So uh, and it'd be nice to get some designers in there too. So if you are a designer, then we'd love to have you as on the in the community too. So uh, that pretty much does it. I'm a little bit over time this week. Uh, really looking forward to the Apple event. I might do another episode later this week. I know for sure tomorrow I am going to be uh, doing an episode with Leo Dion uh, with uh, for the um, Empower Apps podca- podcast. We're going to do a wrap-up after the Apple event. And so I'll be giving, and I'm sure we'll talk about our uh, thoughts on the hardware and the software, any changes to iOS 17 and those kinds of things. So that's uh, that's what's happening the rest of the week. And uh, if I get a chance, I will do another episode. Uh, otherwise, I may just have to push it for uh, uh, either next week or actually it'll probably be the week following. So uh, thanks again for listening and look forward to talking to you on the next episode of iOS Dev Break. Thank you for listening to iOS Dev Break with your host, Evan K. Stone. If you would like to learn more information about the podcast or read the show notes, or if you would like to hear more episodes, go to iosdevbreak.com. You can also find various other ways of supporting the show there, so we encourage you to check it out. You can also follow and tweet feedback and questions to the show on Twitter at iosdevbreak, and please spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. If you would also like to support the show in a monetary way, please go to patreon.com forward slash iOS dev break. And there you can find out how to help us out just for a dollar a month. If you are interested in sponsoring a future episode, please send an email to sponsor at iosdevbreak.com. Thank you again for listening to iOS dev break. And until next week, we will catch you on the flip side iOS Dev Break is a production of Interactive Logic. Thank you.